0: This is the Beat 97.9 FM. Welcome to the Incubus Science Show. Incuba Science Show comes your way every Monday, 9 o'clock to 9.45. And then on Thursday, we bring you a repeat broadcast at 5 p.m. Basically on the show look at different science-related subjects. We bring an expert in the studio to help us break those issues down. Into relatable units. Remember, the show is highly interactive. You can call us zero seven hundred one zero seven hundred one thousand nine seven nine if you have any questions relating to the issues we are discussing at any time. So, on the show today, we have um, a nutritionist uh, in the studio. Is uh, someone who has um, worked in areas covering public health, nutrition, nutrition policy, and education, as well as nutritional biochemistry. So, you'll be exploring the issues about fast food what is true and what is untrue about fast food. So basically, we're looking at public health issues of fast food. So if you are the type that, you know, if you don't eat all day, the next thing you do is get, uh, you know, a cold drink and maybe uh, a shawarma or a burger or chicken and chips is something that you want to, you know, actually listen to to know the health implications, uh, if there's any that is, uh, of what you are doing to yourself so his name is mr perry or he's an expert nutritionist from the university of Ibadan. He's also a member of emerald food and nutrition international thank you for joining us on the inkaba science show
1: good morning yes it's my pleasure to be here
0: yeah it's right. good to have you as well
1: all right thank you very much thank you uh listeners at home i am sure that we are going to benefit a lot from this talk
0: Yes, I, I, I hope to benefit a lot as well because um, I've tried to look into the issue of fast food. I think I'm, a, I'm kind of guilty as well, so uh, I hope to benefit a lot as well. But let, let, let's start from, as an expert nutritionist, how would you describe you know, fast food?
1: Okay, fast food are foods that are ready to consume in less time, easily accessible, mm. and at the same time, a kind of cheap alternative to the home prepared meal. So, when we say fast food, we are actually looking at a form of commercialized food vendry. Uh, okay. Not that uh, the food is so easy to cook or mm. so fast when you cook it at home. That is not what we are really looking at.
0: Not fast in the essence. Not
1: fast in the essence. Okay. We are looking at, it's fast in a way but we are not just uh, looking at the fastness uh, based on how the time the it time takes to you cook, cook, it. To cook okay. it. So, we are looking at what you get from the restaurants and the snacks bar, they commercialize the food mm-hmm. and the drink sector. Oh,
0: you, you said it's cheaper. I mean, some would want to disagree because here in Nigeria now, you know, to go to some of these uh, restaurants and fast food outlets is kind of more expensive than if you want to cook, cook in the house.
1: Uh, yes, but if you look at it in a broad sense. Yes you find out that um, this fast food we are talking about it's not just the KFC
0: and the ah, okay let, let's not mention it it's not just the you know yeah, the yes. big names yes. that you
1: know everywhere okay so it can be the roadside vendor mama put yes it can be it can be the human really selling no. burger outside there in front of your house in the yes. shop yes. they're all into this fast food business so it's not necessarily the big names that you hear about every day Mm. Uh, that oh i'm going to this place you take someone there you have fun time it could be the ones that are so close to you mm. in your own house those one just the kiosks small balls in noodles you have them yeah there. okay there was a man
0: that says he's um, bread and tea and egg with those yes that's also fast food. It's fast food Right, right. Yes. Okay, so let, let's look at examples now. I, I like the fact that you've uh, made us understand because when you talk about fast food, usually you think it's the, you know, chicken outlet somewhere, it's a pizza outlet somewhere, or where you go and sit down and eat burger and chips. So it's not just about that. I like the fact that you mentioned the malam, the roadside malam that sells noodles and egg or bread and egg. So let's look at the types of fast food that, you know, easily are accessible food like you've mentioned. There are various examples. Now let's look at various examples.
1: Uh, in Nigeria... Mm. So common to in the student environment, um, your hamburger, you you have your little chips. Yes. You have your pizzas, shawarma, <laughs> You know the soft drink that you take there. Yeah. They are all part of it. Um, some prepared noodles, and um, in less time you have it. They are part of it. You have those ones you those bake and fry things in the buses around the street. Yes, they are part of it. So, I think those ones are even more common to the ordinary man. Yes, that would not go to the big name restaurants. Restaurants. Yeah. So, they are part of um, fast food.
0: Okay, so let's look at the uh, issues around this fast food. Uh, there's a lot of, because we live in the digital world now, there, there, are a lot of information out there. You know, when you go online, you see all kinds of people saying that they are nutritionists, um, they are fit farm experts, they are, you know, um, health experts and whatever. And they start telling you things you should do, things you should not do, things you should eat, things you should not eat. Some of them will say, when it's 8pm, don't eat a bar. When it's don't take fizzy drinks, when it's 9 PM, don't do this, and, and all of these things. So you're an expert in this field. So tell us about, you know, fast food, the, what is true about them before we look at what is untrue and the implication for the health.
1: Like you said, mm. the internet is not regulated, so you have a lot of information there. Yes. But we just have to be careful. Any information that creates fear will not come from the scientific um, uh, house Science, we want to tell you facts, but at the same time, we don't want to create fear. Mm. So there are a lot of articles that will mix things together, create fear and panic, and uh, maybe to sell the product at the end. But one thing we must take note of is that fast food actually have health implication of public importance. Right. And as much as possible, nations of the world are trying to limit, in quotes, Uh, the sales of this type of food, Mm. a lot of education going on to limit the consumption of it. It's not the fastness or the organization into this thing that actually matters. It is the content of the food, the preparation, the things that come into it.
0: Okay.
1: You talk about preservation, which is part of the fast food business because you have to preserve a pre-prepared food. You have to preserve so that when you want to serve in real time, it will be so fast. You talk about the m- mineral content, like sodium, that you cannot control. If I cook in my house, for example, I know the amount of salt that I should add to my food. But if, mm-hmm. I, if I buy anything outside, I don't know what is there, especially if I have a health issue. For example, if I'm pre-hypertensive or maybe hypertensive, I have to limit the amount of sodium that I take in. So if i go to a fast uh, food restaurant and consume the food i don't know how much of these things even if i know i have less you know power to control the amount of what is being used in it so i'm challenging myself putting myself more at risk mm. because i don't have control over these things so a lot and again fast food they are very high in calories but um, few nutrient contents if you look at the vitamin, the minerals, every other micro nutrient that you really need to do well, they are very uh, little, they are small. Okay. So now you are consuming basically more of calories. We call them like empty calories. You are consuming more, consuming more. You store these things as fat in your body, you become overweight, obese, put yourself at another risk of developing coronary diseases. Mm. You're putting yourself at risk of developing diabetes. All of these non-communicable diseases that is rampant today.
0: Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, calorie content and sugar content, some of them have even gone a little further. I don't know if it's just to sell the products, but you hear, you know, less sugar here, zero sugar here. You know, they even put it in the, you know, um, on the pack, the, label. the label that um, this has um, zero calories and whatever you. So, is it a taxi for them to to sell their products, or they are conforming to, you know, the um the need to reduce the amount of calories in the, in these things I,
1: I will see it in two ways yes one is trying to conform with regulation and t-
0: trying to sell their products,
1: and another one to try to sell the product
0: so the, when they write zero calorie or zero sugar for example it doesn't necessarily mean that the content is zero sugar. zero thorough. zero calorie
1: yes it may not especially for a country like nigeria that products are not that regulated yes you how many laboratory um uh, procedures have gone through them, quality assurance for those products that we normally take, your restaurant or the fast food joint that you go to, how many times have NAVDA gone there to analyze what they're doing there? So, sometimes, we just put, they just put these things to attract, because the world is driving towards that understanding mm-hmm. that this thing may be very... Dangerous to our heads. I use the word may. Because not necessarily that fast food are bad. It depends on the, the preparation, who is involved. Because some are trying to adapt to the new challenges. So mm. they, are, they are doing well. But generally speaking, the risk burden is so high. So if you ask me, I will tell you that many of these products, especially if it does not carry that number, the products does not have all the nutritional values put there. You see some, you just put energy. It just put zero. zero. And mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. Two percent. Two percent. Yeah. You just yes. put some figures. By, figures. When you look at it very well, if if you do the calculation yourself, you will find that they, are, they just put something there. Mm. Some, the values are uh, the, the the values are there without the figure, the exact figure attached to mm. it. They can put calorie, they can write protein, write it but they won't put the the amount that is available <laughs> there. So you just look at this thing have all of these things. Let me just let me just take in. Yeah. So we must be careful of the kind of food that we take mm. especially when it is outside. Yeah. So I
0: I, I I like us to look at um you know the difference between fats. because on one of the episodes on Inkaba Science we looked at food you know the amount of food to be taken uh, what food contains and what the body needs at a particular time. So uh for fast food now let's look at a different you know uh food that is developed that is cooked in the house had its, had its own nutrients. You mentioned earlier that fast food, in most cases, doesn't have nutrients that the body needs. So what is the difference and um, what are the things in the, inside the fast food? You mentioned sodium earlier that it could be dangerous. What are the things from the making of it and the pre- preservatory measures being taken to that makes it dangerous to the body?
1: Uh, fast food may have some nutrients. Yes. We, are, we are not saying that they don't contain nutrients. But the nutrients may not be in a sufficient amount and some may not be there because most time we don't have vegetables, we don't have fruits to these things. Most of the things we consume them consume in fast food is carbohydrates and oil, fats. That is where the health challenges come from, the public concern about mm-hmm. the fat and um, l- l- let's put the calorie content because a lot of studies well, are but the body bringing, needs
0: carbohydrate to, to uh, of course, it feel, is it energy the energy of the body
1: carbohydrate is a source of uh, calorie protein is a source of calorie fat is a source of calorie yes. calorie is different from the carbohydrate can be used for you know structural needs of the body apart yes. from supplying energy it's the main source of energy because it's cheaper for the body to use it's easier for the body to break down glucose, a carbohydrate source of, of glucose and use. So, but the body also makes use of protein and the rest. But this protein, the fat, the carbohydrates, they also have other functions. So, But when you eat food that is just giving you energy, for example, some soft drink, most soft drink, you give you energy, but there's nothing there, no fiber, no protein, no mineral, no vitamin. So what you just consuming, you're just putting calories into your body. Mm. Where are the other nutrients that you need? They're not there. And energy is not just enough. Energy is one thing. Things are needed to use those energy. The vitamins that you consume does not c- supply energy. But your body cannot make use of the energy content of your carbohydrate without those vitamins. And so, once they are not there, you are ready at a risk of being nutritionally deficient of many important um, nutrients. Mm-hmm. So that is what we are emphasizing in fast food. It's not that they may not have. They will, they will surely have. Okay. But it will not be in the right content. What we emphasize is diversity. In fast food, when you go to your fast food, what type of food do you eat normally during the week? It's almost like the same thing all true. That is the problem. So you are eating the same source of food, not balanced, not rich, because no one food can give you all the nutrients that you want, that you desire. So you consume fast food, there's no vegetable, there's no fruit to supply other nutrients that you need that will help you over these things. And for the fact of the transfer, there's something we call transfer that is so public head importance. It's been banned in some countries, some countries. The law is at least should be less than 1% of your daily calorie intake. Now, if you have so much trans fat in your fast food, especially those ones that are not regulated, you are putting yourself at risk of developing cardiovascular disease. So fast food do have nutrients, but not in the right amount not diverse because it's just the same set of food at the end it will not give you what you need. It just helps you to add more. Because the energy you, you take in that your body is supposed to use once is above it, the one you are consuming is above what your body is using. You store it as fat. So even if you are consuming a lot of carbohydrate, carbohydrate, carbohydrate and your body do not need it, your body will convert it and store as fats in your body. Mm. And so as you begin to get overweight tend towards obesity you put yourself at a larger risk of uh, okay. having this disease. Uh, yeah. Kind
0: of uh, let's now look at um, the chemical makeup of some of this fast food maybe examples of some of them. You mentioned um, sodium earlier. The body is not food. Yes. In in our food, yes, Yes. Uh, I'm saying that if if you want to cook in your house, for example, like you said, you know the amount of salt to put, so you're not, you know, take excess. So that's one of the components of this uh, fast food. Are there any other components that you like us to, you know, look at at that have um, health implications from the making of this fast food and also uh, the chemicals they use to preserve them?
1: Uh, We can start with the hygiene. Okay. This fast
0: food, how hygienic?
1: is the process towards the preparation of this food. If you look at those uh, vendors around the street, you can see sewage, toilet, tree, you know, those consigns that you know that something is very, very harmful here. But you, because you are hungry, you want to take it. Mm. So the health challenge of hygiene is already there. There are laws for those big organizations that run fast food. There's NAFDAQ laws that guide them on how to operate. Uh, I believe NAFDAQ do do um, regular or routine uh, uh, investigation to see if they are complying with all of this. But we know that there are a lot of fast food sources that are not that regulated. So hygiene is a big factor. That is why you take in some things, you get cholera, you may not know the source it may be that fast food. Right. All right, another way we can look at it is the aspect of that transfer that I talk about. Right. And that is one of the major Consign of fast food. Mm. The preparation, the use of oil, this refined oil, refined vegetable oil. It is of concern because it has been proven again and again that is a high risk factor for these cardiovascular diseases so many NCDs yes. now if you look at I've mentioned salt before Yes. salt has been implicated in hypertension and many of these diseases because one, one of the things they do uh, when you have so much salt in your body your the volume of your blood, there's, there's a normal volume of blood that passes through your artery, I'm using a layman term that yes. people can understand Now that artery is like a pipe. Imagine water flowing through a pipe. If that water is coming from a big hose and you just pump it straight into a smaller hose, what will happen? Hmm. What will happen? You find that the smaller one in order to accommodate what is it can burst. Yes. Now if the volume of blood that is passing through your artery have been increased as a, lo- as a result of the salt that you have. Because okay. salt will draw water into itself. So you increase the risk of high blood pressure. Salt has been implicated for that. Cholesterol, we we'll talk about that fat again. Mm. There are different types of... Um, we we'll, we'll, we'll talk about HDL and LDA. LDA is low-density lipoprotein and HDL, high-density lipoprotein. The HDL is good. We call them good fats because they help to take cholesterol from the blood vessels to the liver. But the LDL do the other way. And now, when you consume trans fats, you are consuming more of LDL. And so, you are putting yourself at risk of these diseases. Fast food have been created in situations of colon cancer, diabetes, the different type of cardiovascular disease that we have Mm. have been implicated in them all. Different GIT problem, they have been implicated in it. So if you put them together, you find that there's so much that fast food is doing. WHO wrote in one of their papers that if nations will do well to regulate this um, Fast fast food chain, they would have succeeded in reducing the budget, the health budget, by 7%. Wow. So, you can imagine what it means. That means there's so much in it. Again, if nations invest in regulation, promotion, educational promotion, to understand what fast food is doing, they would have succeeded in reducing this NCD, up to almost about 22%. So, nations are trying their best to see to the fact that we must prevail by regulating. But how much of the regulation in a country like Nigeria can work? Mm. So, the only thing is to educate the people. If you go there and say, don't eat fast food, you, you know you are fed. <laughs> because there's something we call lifestyle. I know of persons that have died or have passed on as a result of um, the diagnosis that, oh, you have this disease, you have this disease, don't eat this, don't eat this, Ah, let me just die now, if I cannot eat this again or not eat that again, let me just die. That is the fear, I say some of these persons put there online. So, the re-education must come, help you to see that it is not so good. You have to control it. You have to watch it. You have to bring other
0: lifestyle. Mm. Okay, we'll um, take a short break. When we get back, we'll talk about the other lifestyle that we can bring yes. as an alternative to over-dependence on fast food. It's the Ingebar Science Show. We're discussing public health issues of fast food. I guess it's Mr. Perry or Tannery. He's an expert nutritionist and he's been um, taking us through the issues around fast food, what is true and what is untrue, especially the health implication of fast food. We'll take a short break when we get back. We'll continue the conversation right here on on the incuba sign so do not go away. Hey, so 97.9. Hey. Dad, why does the follow me everywhere I go? I think it's actually just everywhere you go. What do you mean daddy? Hmm, my son. Well, science explains how the Earth revolves around the sun. Interesting, Dad. I thought the Earth is a stationary object. How does it revolve around the sun? Hmm, I don't have an accurate answer for this. But I do know where to find answers. The Incaba Science Show on the Beach ninety seven point nine FM. I Okay, Daddy. Son, where are you off to? I'm off to tell my friends to tune in to the Inkaba Science Show. Monday on the Beats 97.9 FM Ibadan by 9 a.m. and also catch the repeats broadcast on Thursday by 5 p.m. We can't miss it. The Inkaba Science Show powered by Inkaba Biotech, Africa's genomics company. This is the Inkaba Science Show. Welcome back. This is the Incabel Science Show on the Beat 97.9 FM. We're looking at public health issues of fast food. We have in the studio Mr. Perry. Otamere is an expert nutritionist at the University of Ibadan. He has worked in areas covering public health nutrition, nutrition policy, education and nutritional biochemistry. He's been exploring the issues around fast food, what is true and what is untrue. Remember, you can be a part of the conversation by calling 0700-1979. 0700-1979. If you have any questions regarding the issue we we're discussing, any question for our guests in the studio, public health issues of fast food 0, 0700 10979 okay uh, before we went on that break you we about uh, touching on uh, the um, lifestyle we should start um, uh, inculcating as an alternative to fast food given the health implications of fast food that you've explained um, for for a lot of people that leave home very early in the morning that don't they don't get a breakfast for example the find themselves depending on fast food you know because when you now have a break at work you go to the roadside and patronize some of these past fast food vendors as a matter of fact if you do not have time to patronize them even during the day some time when you're going home especially for people that live in lagos i mean you while in traffic they dangle some of these things in your face the the drinks and everything so uh, i mean how do you how do you juggle you being busy at work and being able to maintain this healthy lifestyle not depend on um, fast food
1: Alright, the first word we, we always talk about when we look at food is moderation. You should have moderation in everything that you do, especially what you consume. So, the lifestyle can change from being overly addicted to it, to looking at being moderate with it. And that moderation will also lead to what we can look at, diversity. If you are taking fast food because of these challenges that you have, yes, it's a transition of our world today. So it's not just about the food alone; it, it affects every area of our life. Now, if you have the money to get these things, you should be also. You should also keep some money to buy some other things that will help you to balance what you have taken. That is okay. the first advice I will give. You find that it's difficult to have your own home it, it's not always possible. That is true. Uh, we look at the government area. I'm looking at the individual now. Yes. So when you have taken all of these things, at the end of the day, how much do you budget to buy simple orange? How much do you budget to buy just ordinary um, guava? So these things will help you. These fruits, these vegetables will help you. And you can make it a norm that at a certain period of the week you prepare your own meal that you can uh, preserve at least for a few days that you use whole grain we, we emphasize taking whole grain and all of those things. That is one thing you can do. If you have the power to say okay you want to change change is not so easy mm. it's, it's, it's an aspect that uh, have been neglected for a lot of, uh, of time you want to tell your client or your patient or the public that, please change, don't eat this, don't eat that. It's a difficult thing. So we must understand how behaviors tend towards uh, our needs or our psychology. So if you find that you are so addicted, you may not know. You think that addiction is only to for, for drink, drugs uh, yeah. drugs and all of those things. You are addicted to this thing. You, you pass through. You may not need it. You just pass through that humor that says this thing. Mm-hmm. And it comes to your mind. So you can start from there. I say, no, I'm going to watch it. But that you should not take fast food. That's not what we are saying. Mm. Is sometimes we may not be able to do without it. But watch it. Be moderate with whatever you take.
0: Okay. And I think we have a call. It, uh, doctor, I think we have a call. All right. Hello, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Good morning. Your name, where are you calling from? Uh, calling from Okay. Your name again, sir? From Tunde from Bodija, go ahead with your question. Uh, um, well, uh, um
1: this issue of the fast food, I dare believe regulations in Nigeria that are laid down to ensure that all uh, fast food restaurants, especially the, um, the, the the local ones, are being regulated in terms of, of the content
0: okay thank you you're asking about regulations in nigeria thank you very much from bodija zero seven hundred one thousand nine seven nine that's number to call if you have any questions so you would you like to respond or continue with your line of thoughts before the let me just
1: respond if i continue Mm. there's regulation and the NAFDAC is in charge of this for example in Nigeria, it is banned. Importa- the importation of um, refined vegetables is banned in Nigeria, mm. for example. And it's also in our law that uh, subscribing to what WHO uh, have um, given us an advice that most of these producers sh- should have nothing less than 2 grams per 100 gram of trans fats in their content. Mm. The big fast food chain It's well regulated. Although I cannot tell how much of evaluation, you know, our regulatory agencies Agencies, do carry. They are well regulated. There are things that they are told that they must do. It's in NAVDAC Act. That if they didn't do that, they may not be licensed. But after a license, how much of this is still on? Mm. So, But for the local one, we know them. Maybe your brother or your sister is even into this food vending thing. Yes. Who's regulating what? Nothing. That is why it is about public edu- education is to educate more. Although studies have shown that when there is law, regulation by government, compliance leads to huge results studies in new york revealed that that when it was voluntary like this um, public education okay people do this do the make sure vendors uh make sure you do this mm. fast food chain make sure you do this it never had an impact
0: let's say this call hello good morning good morning hello good morning so, my name is louis i'm calling from Mojo. louis from my job. go ahead louis please how much is more
1: when, when, is, when you come to moderation how much is enough <laughs> like for me, I, I noticed recently I enjoy when I'm eating, I like taking one of these soft drinks, one of these fat bottles. Mm. It is really, really satisfying to the point that whenever I'm eating, I feel I just need to take one. <laughs> so how much is how much do we say it's moderate to take like daily in terms of the soft drink? Thank
0: mm. you. Okay, thank you. How much is how much is enough? That's the question. How much
1: is enough? It's it's a big question. Why? <laughs> I individual
0: people, they, they say that if i eat this kind of food and i don't take uh, this beverage uh, this cold drink i i feel nauseous I, I want to vomit that's what they say i feel like the food has not digested i feel like the food is here that's what a lot of a lot of them say the question would yes. be how
1: much of the other food have you taken that is supplying these same calories hmm. how much of the other food have you taken that is supplying this same sodium how much of the other food have you taken that has impact on the nutrient that you have consumed for that day if for example your physical activity level is very low you know that whatever you are eating (laughs) is likely that you are not going to use much energy from it so you'll be storing a lot of this calorie what happens with the amount of food that you have consumed that is not beverage on its own Mm. so that is what will determine the amount that you take so, if your, bev- your most of those beverages that we have in the streets, you can l- look at the label. You find the calorie content.
0: But you said that sometimes the label does not reveal the uh, the true content of it. it. it yes.
1: Yes. But if you, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't at least mm. take a look at. But we still have um, some products that we know that oh, these ones they have name and we protect their names. Most of the beverages we have in Nigeria that are well labelled. So, if you look at the content and you know what is supplying, for example, your energy requirement is just maybe two thousand three hundred kilocal per day, and you have consumed from your eba or maybe rice, you have consumed something that is close to that two thousand three hundred. then you flush it down with the bottle. So now this flush drink. it again with two bottles of you are dealing with yourself. So. What is enough? Like the question, is a good question. It's a, it's a typical question that we always ask ourselves, especially yes. in Nigeria. What is a measure? What do you use to measure? It's okay, don't take too much of this. What is the moderation? Don't take too much of salt. How much of this salt should I put in this particular amount of food? Uh, and
0: sometimes when you even cook in the house, there are those who say, "Ah, you didn't put salt in this food, pass me the salt. They, they still put on the, on the on cooked that, food. That
1: is even more dangerous. It's <laughs> not healthy at all. Yeah. So, for the color, yes. what I will say is this. If what you have consumed for that day is such that... It's, it, I think you get to a point where everybody will begin to have to have a simple knowledge of how much of energy you are consuming. But to you, for you to know that, you must still know your physical activity level. That's part of the last thing I was talking about. Mm. You that is sedentary, do not doing much. Uh, you can You have the same body mass, the same body size with someone else that is so active your food energy requirement they are different so that person may consume more than you We may consume that beverage and will not do so much but you that is not doing anything you, you just find out that you are killing yourself. That's why it is an
0: individual thing. Mm. So it, it, speaking of energy dev, is that why you see most of these um, you know, site workers, for example, that they depend on you know, a loaf of bread and this drink? Because the energy, the kind of work that they do you know, requires more energy on a daily basis. Is that why they can take it you know, all day, every day? and
1: Every day you know, It's not yes. advisable <laughs> because they are lacking other nutrients.
0: You uh, have I said you said, brain. you know, a difference between a sensory, yes, what what? someone in the office and someone that does, you know, an yes. active... Yes, yes.
1: The physical activity level is one of the biggest way we measure your lifestyle towards good health. Mm. If you are not active physically, you also put yourself at a big risk of coming down with, especially cardiovascular diseases, because you are not active. Hypertension... One of the problems we feed has to do with this fast food and other factors. But physical activity is still part of it. So if you consume a lot of fast food and you balance it with a lot of physical activity, you balance it with consuming a lot of fruit and vegetable, it may not have so much impact on you mm. because you are balancing it. Yes. Mm. But when you feed on this, there's no physical activity. Other uh, source of nutrients, the diversity you are talking about, that should help you mm. to, to, to gain the nutrients your body needs. You, you don't have them, then you just keep loading yourself with calorie, 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 calorie. Your body is dying somewhere before you know you, you break
0: down. And, and you said that our body requires a certain level of energy, you know, every day. That's 2,000. Um, you said 2,000 what? For an adult, yes, an average about 2,000. All right, it depends on uh, every day yes okay it's, it's an it's an average
1: thing so if
0: so I, how do you know my question is how do you know that i've reached this level of um, energy for today for example if you eat a you know, plate of rice I, 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 I think i'm taking you back to the question yes. of how much is too much now yes. you know you eat a, eat, a, eat a plate of rice how do you know that if i take two or three scoops of this rice i've um i would have reached maybe 1000 um, energy level and then I'll balance it with something else for me to reach that 2000 energy level. I don't know if you understand I, I my, my, my question. I get your question. Yes,
1: That is the major challenges yes. that I will say one of the major challenges that is being faced with nutrition in Nigeria hmm. because uh, labeling of food, the content, the nutritional value the, is not uh, so well done. So you don't really know how much you are consuming from what you have consumed
0: that's for the cooked food now that's what i'm saying for the cooked food yes
1: it depends on each kind of food for example the amount of energy you get from maize is different from the amount of energy you get from uh gary so if i talk about a cup of maize it'd be different from cup of eba mm. if i talk about a uh, uh, cup of uh, let's say amala they'll be different so from each of these food the energy they can supply is quite different, and so because the energy d- is different th- it's not going to the local man now that the local man just have to learn <laughs> and that is why we must educate them Maybe yeah. one by one because they them, okay, so amount of um uh, so f- this food that is common in your community based on experiment mm. supplies this. We have the food consortium table, although it's not um i, I don't think it's so popular right now, but by the University of Ibadan, Nestle, and the, the rest of it. Yeah. So, it has a lot of Nigerian food there with their nutritional values and content that people can look at. From research. You, you, yes, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to be a nutritionist for you to know these things. I think you should get, you know, there are some books they call it a cooking books, yeah. food books, yeah. or kitchen books. A lot of us buy this. If you want to prepare different kind of recipe. You miss this to miss. Yeah, sometimes if you I, even
0: go on YouTube to you watch videos. To watch it, yeah. so
1: it's time we also take our time to look at all these things and mm-hmm. say okay, if I consume this kind of um, uh, food, how much of energy am I going to get on the average? It's still an average thing. So at the end of the day, you look at your workload. Are you very active? very active in the sense that your work rate per day is so high you are not um, in, in almost about 8 hours you are sitting doing,
0: down y- yeah. yes
1: you are not sedentary in one position you can be active maybe moderately active maybe very active the sportsman that is very active is different from the man that is just moderately active and the moderate man is different from the one that is sedentary that sits at home or sit in, in the office, from, office. <laughs> from morning to night, doing nothing. So that lifestyle will help you to calculate what you are taking into. That average that we talk about is just an average. If you are if your lifestyle does not consume so much of energy and you take much of it, you are going to add more. Hmm.
0: Okay, so um, I, I know you talked about regulation earlier and I remember that because there's this, um, you know, growing awareness on the need to take healthy food and healthy drinks, there are different vendors coming up. You know, a lot of them advertise now. They say, oh, they've been able to extract um, pineapple juice into this bottle they sell and they discourage you from buying the established ones that, to an extent, are well-regulated. They say they sell tiger nuts. They sell all sorts of things now that you are familiar with. So um when you when you feel like you don't have time to go to the market and buy fruit, to tell you don't worry my own um extracted juice contains hundred percent of what you need so how do you know that it's actually because a lot of them it are also not be, regulated it
1: cannot be hundred percent yes uh, any. i don't think any good manufacturer we want to post and uh, say hundred percent no that's what they
0: say i mean this especially the young vendors now uh,
1: yeah, yeah. where well, it's part of the advertising and part of the strategy the the, yeah. the problem in this food industry, now whole food is different from processed food. If I eat banana the way it is, mm. or I take pineapple the way it is, it's different from when the pineapple has been processed.
0: No, they, ju- they say they extract it from it and yes, they what put do it you it use to bottle? extract juice extractor?
1: A juice extractor, <laughs> a different type of extraction. And this, when you are extracting, you are not just coming to squeeze. The different method of extraction, some mm. are banned that please don't use this, the hurting part is bad. The one that they
0: stamp on the on the fruit. Yeah, the one one I've seen fruit, that one. you
1: use mm. um materna, you use chemical
0: mm. to
1: bring out some things. So I can are you getting it? Yes, it can come out, out of it. Be- beyond that, these things you must preserve them. When you are preserving, you add things to it. Those things you are adding. They are not the same as when it is whole. Some of these things, nitrate, for example, have been implicated in you know cancer occurrence in you know at a high level. If you continue to take it, you put yourself at the risk of this. People want to color things, want to make it so beautiful. You add those things that makes your meat, for example, become so reddish. It's a problem. So you cannot compare whole with what has been processed. Mm. For you to keep that thing that has been, pro- been processed, you have to leave it with a preservative. Although, you say, okay, it's just a regulation still coming. Yes. So this is the amount of preservative. But for the ordinary man or the, like that color, the local uh, producer or vendor, wow. who is regulating the amount that is used? I have someone who told me some years ago, they yeah, were surprised. He's a meat scientist he was surprised when he got to a manufacturer who was producing this meat pie,
0: yes. and
1: uh, people were rushing the meat pie. The meat pie, yes, that uh, the color was so nice, and the, you know, went for that to investigate and found that the amount of, in a little matter now that you understand, yes. chemical. <laughs> there are chemicals used to make the meat to look more reddish
0: right so So that's what is attracting to attracting yeah to to be attractive to the public customers
1: what he was adding was too much that more than 10 times what is advisable and a lot of people consume such fast food what happened after a while you say you have so so cancer you have so so this that is the real challenge of fast food that you don't have power Mm. over his control but the real advice is, please diversify. When you don't have control over these things, make sure that you do other things that help you to mitigate the factors. Mm. You say, ah, our fathers said, you, did you, did you, did, they were not falling sick like that. They used to yes, fall sick. They used to live long. They used to live long. Why? They were eating diverse food, whole food. So you that eat fast food, how much of other food? Source like your vegetable. I still have in size vegetable, vegetable and yeah. and the uh, fruit that you taking. Hmm. If you have the money to get the fast food, especially the the bigger one that you go to, it takes someone to to get it. Hmm. Then you should also preserve some
0: money. To buy fruits. buy fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Uh, Perry Otamere, for being a part of the Inkaba Science Show today. It's been, um, you know, um, fun and informative having you in the studio. We've been discussing public health issues of fast food, uh, the issues around fast food, what is true and what is untrue. Thank you once again for being a part of the show. He's an expert nutritionist, by the way, from the University of Ibadan, who has worked in uh, areas covering public health, nutrition, uh, nutrition policy and nutritional biochemistry. Yes, you wanted to say something? Yes, Um uh
1: I work with emirates Yes. FNI. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, what we do is this, one of the biggest part of our work is this nutrition education. We're begging the public. Please, learn. So that nobody will just put something online. I and just, you just read. Yeah. You'll be afraid. You'll not miss to I have an antide. You just read say, help me to call that leaf. <laughs> <laughs> You just miss everything at the end. Yeah. It's taking something that it's dangerous, to dangerous to the body. Why? Because the internet is not regulated. Everybody can come in, bloggers, and claim, to be an claim an everything and yeah. put in, put them there. So the advice I will give for those persons that look at the internet is: please watch uh the source of the information. Mm. Is it from a reputable hospital, reputable institution of learning? Is it from World Health Organization? You look at the activities of. That site, if it's just an ordinary blog that just passed something, please take it with a pinch of salt. Mm. Go and verify somewhere. Keyword
0: a pinch of salt. Yes. The salt must not be too much. <laughs> yes, thank you very much for being a part of the show. No, we no appreciate our callers me. as well. Join us next Monday for another edition at nine o'clock. And on Thursday, listen to a repeat broadcast of this episode. Bye for now. Thank you very much.